0: Outnumbered, exhausted, and a little bit tipsy Two moms on a mission to highlight those bad moms Moms who inspire, create, and take no shit (laughs)
1: <laughs> if it keeps doing that it's me. It's you. <laughs>
0: okay, good to know. Oh, radioactive.
1: <laughs> so tell
0: us about Dan's mustache. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What's up everybody? Who's we're those mom? bad moms, Mel and Abby. And we're here with Val. Hey. Valeria. 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 Oh dang it. I've seriously thought I was gonna nail it this time. I was saying it out loud last night. It's like this time I'm gonna get it right, but
1: Valeria. 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 Okay. You're Valeria. But, Okay, but don't say Valeria.
2: No, I would never say Valeria. Valeria. I ain't People that say that <laughs> when I was
1: in elementary school. Oh, I believe that. And then I changed my name to Valerie. And then I'm like, no, I'm not Valerie.
2: No, I am not a Valerie. I'm just a Val.
1: Val. You just sh-
2: can't say it right. <laughs> you are a Val because I remember getting my eyebrows done by you and you t- were like talking about going by your real name and I was like, what? That's just, I love it, but it, you're Val.
1: Yeah, like
2: you're Val. That's who you are. I okay. try to
1: go by my first name, which is Martha, but. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. You're no. just not a Martha. You're not a Martha. No, I tried. It's a
2: beautiful <laughs> name, but definitely
0: not a Martha. And I feel like Val- Valeria is. Valeria. Valeria? Valeria. Am I
2: saying it wrong? No. Valeria. You're saying it better than last time for sure. It's okay, though. But it's the Valeria, right? Yeah, it's Valeria? almost like Validia. Yeah.
1: Almost like Lydia. Like the er sound is like a D. Valeria. Valeria. Valeria instead of Valeria. like Valeria, like okay. val- But how it rolls, it ends up almost being like a D. Okay, lightly,
0: light
2: D. I don't even want to try again. Like percussion <laughs> in your mouth.
0: Percussion in your mouth. Okay. Wait, okay. We <laughs>
2: were talking about my husband sending y'all creepy pictures.
0: Okay, last so he night. sent that. Yes. So that like '90s porn mustache. Oh. <laughs> okay, so this is what he does. Like he
2: grows it out on like. It's all grown out, and then the night before he'll shave all of his beard off, and then he'll come out with oh. just full mustache, <laughs> and and be like, "What are you talking about?" And just like live in this mustache for like the rest of the night, and in the morning, and then he always shaves it before work. But like, he likes to have the mustache, but not go to work in the mustache. Why doesn't he want to go to work it's in the like mustache. dress up? It's super. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like super creepy. Male a little makeup,
1: bit. <laughs> M- uh, facial hair.
2: It's creepy a little bit, and it's like very. Um, what's that movie? were the cops. Super Troopers? Yes, it's very Super Troopers. It's a little creepy for me. (laughs) I think it's a little creepy for everyone. But so last night we were like in bed, and he's just like talking about, um, I don't know. He's like, I was like, why are all the blankets bunched up on me? Take some. Like, I don't want all of them spread it out against the bed. And he's like, did you know that I go to bed every night with no blankets? And I don't get blankets till 2.44 in the morning. And he just like went off on this tangent and like, I was like, okay, and I was like, but you know that you choose, like you go to bed on your own and you choose to have no blankets and you're acting like a victim, like I'm a blanket stealer. So like, I, I don't feel bad for you to go to bed with no blankets, like either pick them or don't pick them. But then he just kept going going. And it's like and at 2.44, then I get the blankets and then I don't go wake up till this time and this time. And it got to the point where I was like, are you still talking to me? <laughs> And I was like, I stopped listening a long time ago, and you're still talking about these fucking blankets. So I was like, hold on, hold on, let me take a picture and let everybody know about your blanket situation. So I, like, took it in the dark, and I was writing down everything he was saying. Like, it made no fucking sense. And then when I asked him to look at it, he had sent it to every single person on my Instagram. So all these people responded and was like, cool, thanks for your husband's creepy <laughs> mustache picture at midnight. <laughs> just whole thing oh my god so I didn't like send that to you like hey look at my weird husband I was like this is going random but so random no one needed to know that I didn't even need to know that but he wanted he wanted people to know
1: (laughs) so he's a lot like my husband I think (laughs) they're just weirdos
2: super weird but it's like the
1: little things they they take those little things and they just blow it up. Yeah. Right? I legit was like, had no I idea use any
2: fucking blankets. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's your, your choice, right? And why are you still talking about it? I'm, I'm back into parenthood. I was watching a, this show on Netflix called Parenthood. Y'all should watch oh, okay. it. Oh, It's really great. I've heard it's- It's good. on Netflix? It's on Netflix and it's like a million seasons, but they have like 10 kids and grandkids and they're like the cutest- a whole big family and every we always watch it like once a year and it mm-hmm. always makes us want to have more kids and do that whole thing so we like let's
0: do parenthood yeah like it's gonna be like a show right yeah we're all gonna live by each kids. other be best
2: friends <laughs> and we're the braver men we cry every episode it's like a oh. it's a thing
0: it's a thing it's a thing okay. everybody needs a good cry every i just felt like while. i had to explain
2: that to you guys so I mean, I'm saying, so you didn't think he was creepy and I'm creepy, but it is creepy. So <laughs> it, you can just a little, that. we're creepy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't watch like little kids shows They're like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm just so hormonal still. Like I will cry Yeah. like on a commercial, even a radio commercial. I mean, or whatever. Kind of com- I don't listen to the radio. Um, But yeah, I get emotional with yeah. like Disney movies and. Mm. All of that. And that person. I've been watching Good Girls. Have you watched that? No. On Netflix. Mm-mm. So good. Were those um, bad moms? So, oh, well, y'all would like it. Yeah. Y'all would like it. They're moms and they start oh, really? like, um, they get into like a the criminal world. Oh, okay, okay. I've seen that. Yeah. 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 They're just like, fuck it, let's go rob a bank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they start out with a grocery store and then they get themselves involved in like a criminal ring basically criminal mom um it, just, it ends no. up being that way and it's just like it's just girl powered and stuff yeah but with crime that. yeah
2: I could see that being our lives in a
0: I've been watching Handmaid's Tale catching up on that shit I haven't and that got show into is that super either. Up. people talk about it and it's I, really fucked up and like it's super dramatic they do a lot of like really slow motion like with the dramatic music and like that's kind of hard to watch sometimes but basically the premise is like if it was a world and like people couldn't have kids anymore so then they like basically have this one super fucking religious culty community and like anybody who's fertile is a handmaid and they have to like oh. sleep with the man of the household and like try to get him impregnated. And the wife like holds him down. Mm-hmm. Like and it's, it's really fucked uh. up and like super weird yeah. and like just really scary to think about. But I think that's why it's like so entertaining to yeah. watch because you're like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Was that like a that freaks me Real out. time. Yeah. Like, did that really happen? No, no, okay. no. This is like in the future. Like oh. if like, I mean, it's set like in a premise of like now, but like if I don't know if fucking women couldn't have kids anymore and yeah. then like somebody was like hey let's just make all these let's make rape okay oh <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah it's really fucked up it's super fucked up and really hard to watch kind of but like you can't look away it's oh so yeah weird yeah
2: yeah I've heard good things about that show
0: yeah
1: I haven't gotten into it yeah. though. all the people that don't have kids but I'm sure there's people that have kids that watch it, yeah, all the time. yeah, so they, just, I can't imagine that. Like
0: yeah. So if they do get pregnant, and they do have a baby, the baby goes to the wife of the yeah. house. It's yeah, it's, yeah, they're yeah. just like
2: mating machines. yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like, are they trying, trying to get like uh, the population up? Yeah. Or, yeah,
0: yeah, And they're like, we're doing this for the good of humanity. And I'm like, yeah, you're raping people for the good of humanity. I mean, whatever, it's
1: a show. I can't be upset about it. but like <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you would do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look into that. i will see who the writers are. Yeah, this, I don't. I don't know. It's It would be interesting to know if it's coming from like a I mean, female yeah. writer or rapist. yeah, like who's males? fucked
0: up man, or mind came up with this premise <laughs> yeah, of this seriously. show. Seriously,
1: that guy like
2: Harvey Weinstein or whatever. Damn, okay, okay, that's wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: no, hopefully
2: not. So six months ago, <laughs> maybe even longer. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think it was like <gasps> a year, maybe a year or two. It's crazy. Happen. He's been doing it for a long time. His whole I feel like a life. lot of people have gross. been doing it for
0: a long time and just now, like, fucking gross. Art Kelly,
1: man. Oh, my God. Uh, God. All right. Let's get off yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> we're
0: going down a, a rape
1: loophole. Yeah. Edit these. We're rape rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, it's we're a loop, voodoo. We're looping. <laughs> 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 we're looping in for this rabbit hole. anybody that doesn't know,
0: Melissa calls anything that's taboo voodoo. So, like, if it's taboo, she'll be like, oh, that's voodoo. <laughs> it's, it's great. Voodoo. I, love it. no, <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. It is what it is. It's voodoo. It's voodoo. Kind of had to do voodoo at work, yeah. Recently,
2: okay. So tell us, yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> here we go. We're those bad moms, that yeah. we're here with Valeria. 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 Valeria.
1: Okay. Just vow. I'm just gonna let you do it. Just
0: vow. Okay. Will you tell us your five names, though?
1: Man. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell y'all just because it's not on my That's social so anymore because I had to drop some names. Okay, so when I was born, I had five names on my gift, on my gift certificate. <laughs> my birth certificate. Sorry. Welcome to the world. i always thinking about work. Um, so not gift certificates, but my birth certificate had five names, which is not uncommon in Mexico mm-hmm. where I was born. Um, both of my parents had one name each, like their first name and their last name. No so no middle their, name, right? No middle name, so they gave me all the names.
2: And I I grew up with, like, in a lot of... Uh, like a Hispanic culture, basically, mm-hmm. and they either had a lot of names or no middle names. And I always thought that was bizarre. I'm like, how do you just not have a middle
0: name? All or nothing. Yeah, I
2: just, I guess it's yeah, a cultural seriously. thing. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Just no middle name? <laughs> just we're <for> like, nah. We <laughs> <laughs> don't half ask the names.
1: <laughs> no. So it's Martha Valeria Yudelma Perez Solis. Okay. Now, plus Marisa. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Your and name. there's a special story about Yudelma, right? Oh, Udelma. So Yudelma is my one of my aunt's names, and um, she has a lot of physical and mental handicaps. So my mom always thought her name was beautiful and wasn't really able to appreciate her name and the u- uniqueness of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she gave it to me. It is a really
0: pretty name. It's
1: awesome thanks. that you get to carry that I've, on. I've never used it. It's like on nothing except for Udelma. my birth certificate. Yeah, Yudelma, Yudel. You know, yeah, it look, looks like why Delma. It's Udelma. I don't even know how my grandmother came up with, with that it's name. It's pretty. Mhm. I don't know what it is. Never seen it anywhere else. I like I it. She made it up. Well, you're pretty unique. So, you I,
0: oh, shit. Okay. We got kind of drunk on the last episode because it was our first <laughs> episode ever. Yeah. And so I think each of us probably took like four shots of tequila. At and least. it was like. I'm a bad influence, at least. I mean, okay, yeah. What time the, was it? What time did we start? Like 10 or something? It yeah. was morning
2: for it sure. It was. 10. <laughs> for those of you yeah, who don't know, Val was our first guest on our podcast. And. I mean, that was when we were like super nervous all the time, <laughs> and
0: You're like, hi, you want some tequila? told okay, cool, me too. and w-
2: I mean, we still drink tequila for funsies and in our episodes and stuff like that, but we you know were nervous, and we we're like, we're just gonna just chug tequila, we're gonna get shit based today, and it was definitely ten a m yeah. um and our sound was we were still kind of trying to figure out like how to figure out our sound, like we didn't really know much about it, and we had a lot of feedback, so when it came time to look at the episode, it was like... There was a lot of editing to do, and it just didn't blend well, and it was silly on our part. But we just wanted
0: to hang out with Val again. Yeah. So,
2: so. instead of making it non-authentic like authentic and smooth and how it was, it was really a great podcast, but we were just like, hey, Val, come back, and let's not drink tequila yeah. this time. <laughs> so what was your life yeah. like when you left and yeah. had to go live how
1: your life you? on tequila? <laughs> oh, well, I have a really high tequila tolerance, okay. so I was fine. What? I was I
0: mean, fine. We were like kind of fine too. But I was just like, once I started coming down off the tequila, then I was mm-hmm. like, oh shit, I need a nap. And, and it was like 1 p.m. <laughs> yeah. And what's um, a nap? I'm yeah. I'm what? You I have a daughter that's like in school. How do you? But I mean, she owns you a business. I don't sleep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, my, uh, as soon as I, we got done with our episode, I went upstairs cause grandma was watching the kids. And it just so happened that like my youngest baby hadn't napped yet, so it was nap time, and she was taking my oldest to go have a sleepover, and I was like, hell yeah, I am going to nap so hard, and I put him in his crib, and I turned the baby monitor all the way up, because I was like, okay, as soon as he wakes up, then um, I'll hear him and wake up, and like two hours later, I woke up, and I was like, okay, I still don't hear anything, that was a great nap, but that's weird that he's asleep. He never sleeps this long. And I was like texting you guys. I'm like, this is so nice. And I realized like my baby monitors flips from room to room and it was like stuck on one room. And when I had switched it back to his room, he was like screaming bloody murder. Oh like my goodness. by the time I like ran in there and got him out, you could, he, it took him a long time to calm down. So you could tell he was screaming for a long time and he was Poor like <laughs> like
0: oh. red mm-hmm. and it was
2: like this whole scene. And the oh. weirdest, scariest part is like, I have my, our iTunes playing all day because next door is a construction site. So it's really yeah. loud. So I have music playing all day, and it was at this, like, tribal music, and it was, like, (laughs) like, loud. And so now when I play that song, like, that music, he does not like it. It, like, switches something in him. Like, it triggers him from that time when I just, when he cried in his crib for... Who the fuck for life. knows how long. Oh, <laughs> I man. felt like the worst mom ever, but also I'm like, wow, I got a two-hour nap. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah, you need we'll, that. we'll
1: all live. He'll be fine. He just won't like tribal music for the rest no. of his life.
2: <laughs> no, but that's all right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> y'all have multiple kids, so y'all need the naps and yeah. the rest for sanity and being able to actually keep going. Yeah. I just have my one, so it's not... Well, and you have a business, so that's a baby in itself. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So tell us about um, your newest baby,
1: Potion. So Potion too. is a conscious skincare and brow atelier. So what that means is... It's... what? Those fucking guys, they're
0: back. Oh my God, Sorry. don't even tell me. <laughs> what is it? I need to know. Sorry. What? No, I guess it was with the another podcast. Okay, never mind. Sorry. I just totally went off on a tangent, but I was like like squirrel. holy shit, those mowers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's these guys who come out and mow
2: their lawn like but chase each other on lawnmowers and it's like this, <laughs> this whole scene. This is the scene. third time we're like talking about this. They're
1: playing. Like, they're literally playing. Like it just, looks like they're Why playing. the fuck are there two lawnmowers it's in that tiny-ass yard? It's the smallest yard ever. And they're like riding why? lawnmowers. Yeah. Like, they're just they're riding just like, around. Okay, that's in circles.
2: Weird. It is super weird. And I just don't even know those neighbors. I I've never the seen th- them. But they come out when we do episodes. And it's <laughs> weird. Okay.
1: There's probably a third guy inside. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, thinking. we see him. They're there. Let's there go. Let's yeah. do
0: it. <laughs> okay, um, I'm sorry. So,
1: okay. So, it's... Um, A conscious skincare and brow atelier, which means that it's like a workshop kind of feel for me because we have like a rotating back bar. We try to bring in new products constantly because there's so much out there. Like the skincare world is just ridiculous. There's always something out there and there's like influencers that are like, this is what I do and this is what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And don't listen to those people, Um, these skincare people or um Instagram accounts that have like a million followers and they're like, this is what you need to use, and they like are sponsored by whatever. Just, you know, people give them stuff and they're like, This is what this is what I believe in. And I'm, like, no. Um, I've worked on thousands of people, like touched thousands of people's skin and have treated lots of people and I'm using stuff that I believe in that helps to nourish and keep skin healthy because healthy skin is happy. And it's healthy. So that's what the the number one goal is, right? Um, I've microbladed people for like two and a half years now, which is not a really long time. Um, But I was microbladed in 2014 after Sophia was born, um, which got me into microblading um, but it was a terrible, terrible service. Um, bad experiences are the best teachers. Yes. Mm. So I learned a lot from that. What not to give uh, people. And How uh, did they mess up? What happened? Oh, my God. They were like straight Chola brows. Oy. They were like solid, like as dark as and solid as this mic. So, um, yeah, they were blocky and like a stencil.
2: And where did you go to?
1: I had a a co-worker when I was working at Milk and Honey um, that said that she'd been doing it for a long time. It's a a semi-permanent makeup. And I had lost a lot of hair after Sophia was born. I breastfed for like 20 months and I was just like depleted. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about uh, placenta encapsulation. I would have definitely done that. Um, So my hair was falling out. And my brows were just not good. Well, they were like super, super, super fine. And so I'm like, I'm just going to, I want like a little bit mm-hmm. just so that I'm not putting stuff on every day, um, putting makeup on every day. And um, yeah, they were just like, I got brows. girl, brows. was bad, so bad. That's and then tattoo. I had to show up to work. And Did you like tell her see, that you hated them? Well, cause it was my first <laughs> time, you know, it wasn't everywhere like it is now then so you're like this is just how it's supposed to be or I feel something? like it
2: is fairly new when you here, told me about it at your studio I had never heard about it and you were trying to explain to me and it kind of blew my mind I didn't even know how to like comprehend I was like tattoo eyebrows what like so here it's new and it's been
1: around where forever really forever um mostly in the um, like the Asian countries um yeah it's like a practice that's been around for a long time but it's just been um, industrialized recently so now it's you can get in any any anywhere.
0: So what is microblading? Is it like actually like are you using like a tattoo gun style thing or like what no are you using? so
1: it's a little row of needles so mm-hmm. it's anywhere from five to even like 20 needles in a row lined up in a straight line and it's just the very tips of those needles um, maximum two millimeters that are entering and kind of cutting the skin. Mm -hmm. And so in that tiny little micro laceration, I deposit pigment. And then what the skin does is it heals and encapsulates the the pigment. Mm -hmm. And then you're left with like a very fine stroke. How long does it last for? Um, it really depends on your skin. Um, it will last up to two years if it's done properly. And if it's done improperly and it's gone too deep into the tissue it can last longer which is what happened to me and when you start going into those deeper layers your body starts to take apart the the molecules of the pigment and it starts to change colors mm. how and long did look, you have chola eyebrows for i still have <laughs> chola brows dude well i just have a lot more hair now yeah. so it like it's not as noticeable but i wouldn't call those chola brows No, i the, think they're very beautiful thick yeah they are thanks
0: white girl brows <laughs> um, so they're <laughs> like <Valeria brows>. <laughs> <laughs> they're
1: like coral underneath a lot of my hair in this particular coral brow, yeah they turned coral they turn like an what? orangey pink yeah people have been like you yep. have pink brows i'm like what not on purpose Are you serious? So from this one experience, you're still, oh my God. Yeah, that's a normal thing. Like y'all haven't seen like those old ladies with like blue or green brows, purple sometimes. Uh -uh. Okay, well I'm around a lot of people's faces. So I've seen a lot of bad permanent makeup. And so basically it becomes permanent when you go into the deeper layers of the skin, like any tattoo. But it's on your face, which is, that has like so many muscles. There's so much blood flow that occurs Every second, you know, those little micro twitches. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. And so anyways, with so does facial, she still
0: practice, sorry,
1: I don't have no idea. I lost her number. I okay.
0: didn't
2: realize it was like that. So if you are listening to this and thinking about microblading, it's really important to get it done by a quality professional Yeah, because you can, it can be a
1: permanent thing. It
2: sounds like. Yeah. If you're,
1: yeah. If your person doesn't know what they're doing and because you, in Texas, you do not have to go to, like, tattooing school or any type of certification um, program. To do microblading? To do any type of tattooing. Oh, yeah. You're just an artist and you get hired. And yeah. Yeah, that's how it goes.
0: What? Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, it's
1: just like your studio is licensed mm-hmm. and you are you just abide by the Texas Department of State Health Services or whatever. I know quite a few
2: artists who are great at art, and then all of a sudden we're like, now I'm a tattoo artist, and now I'm just putting art on skin instead of paper or walls.
1: Wow. Yeah.
2: Which, I mean, with practice, they'll get really good if you're an artist, but that's kind of scary to think about. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, but it's your face, right? Jeez. Yeah. Okay. So I had been working on people's eyebrows forever, like since I was 14, 15.
0: Yeah. And the last episode, you were telling us about how you used to have like 14. sleepover parties and like
1: do everybody's brows, right? Um, yeah. So in high school, I guess that's when I really started doing people's brows. Like I remember doing like my coach's brows in high school. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, how you
0: get um, extra credit. And like, <laughs>
2: what is it called? You how you play the whole game and like your starter. Yeah. You do, a good, um,
1: do a good brow job. It's just practice makes perfect and i've just been doing it for a really long time and i've always just been more interested in keeping brows looking natural mm-hmm. right now mine are like i'm just having i have fun with my brows like every season I'm like I'm going to go really thick in the winter and go like wild and then right now I'm like I want to go a little bit more sleek and like stylized I change mine up all the time mm-hmm. um but for most people the people that come to me, they have PTSD. Brow PTSD. It's a real thing. Like when somebody gets their brows like Dude, really fucked up. Like it's happened to me. I mean, you don't forget it. Yeah. Because no. it's on your
2: face. It's like having bangs. If you're it's look, like yeah. there all day, and yeah. it's the center of
1: everything. Yeah. If you're lucky, you just get a bad shape, right? Yeah. And then it grows back. But sometimes they don't grow back. Yeah. Right. And then sometimes people use bad product on you or hot temperature wax and you'll burn your skin. Like you literally get boils. I've seen like some gnarly brow accidents where like the texture of the skin changes because it's scarred.
0: Um, oh my God.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. so scary. I saw someone recently and she, it looks like she has like, um, yeah, like a, a burn victim basically on her forehead from, getting a bad wax. Now, do you have to, what kind of
2: experience or licensing or do you have to do to do brows? Can anybody just do
1: brows? Um, I think anyone can tweeze. Like a makeup artist can tweeze. Like if you go to like Ulta and oh, yeah. you get like somebody to do your brows there or your makeup, they might, oh, can I just tweeze a couple hairs? Like, yeah, they can do that. Um, I'm pretty sure, but you have to be an esthetician. And in Texas, you have to be licensed through the state. And I've been licensed since I was 19. And I'm about to be 32. Damn. I mean, because
2: I would go get my nails done. The first time I ever, I used to have really bad eyebrows, like sperm eyebrows. (laughs) Like the worst my entire life. Did you do that? So yeah, I had glorious eyebrows and I always got compliments on them. And my sister started tweezing they looked great. And then when I started doing it myself, somehow just like little sperm brows and they're really gross and I never knew that they were that bad until I got engaged and I was my wedding stuff was coming up and I was like, okay, I think it's time to grow out my eyebrows, I need a new shape. And I remember getting my nails done at a salon with um, our friend Divian and she's doing my nails and she's like, let me do your eyebrow. Let me just do it a little bit. And I'm like, oh no, I'm growing them out. Like She's like, I know, I make them just a little bit. They look so good and I'm like, okay like because i don't know anything about it and she completely just butchered them and all the time of growing out the eyebrows was wasted and that's why i'm like wondering did she was she licensed to do that or was she just like your your eyebrows are crazy just trying to play
0: yeah i mean go to any nail salon they're like you want a flower (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> flour. you want flour five dollars I give you I give you anything five dollars yeah. and they're always trying to upsell I mean like that's True. just part of the thing you know whatever so that she was just trying to be like hey yeah. your eyebrows are looking a little really, funky and, and a, I mean yeah. have you ever
2: grown out, grown out your eyebrows it takes so long yeah it's a when you decide that you want to finally shape your eyebrows and do it correctly, it takes at least like six weeks to like grow them yeah. out really long so you can get a new shape. That's if
1: the follicle's not damaged. So, yeah. like, you can damage the tissue. Yeah. And like, burn victims, like, sometimes they don't grow hair back.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Same thing. I actually stopped
0: getting it waxed because the last time that I went, she like took this portion like right here and it was so fucking thin like uh-huh. I had this part of my eyebrow and didn't have this part and I was like what the fuck lady like you this is your job like you Where'd guys you do go? this fuck I don't know was it, a it was just some nail salon yeah which like never I mean because like that's the only place I ever knew to like Same. go your eyebrows done like I never even thought to be like oh let me find like because uh, like when you think Brow about people? a salon yeah. yeah yeah someone who actually <laughs> does that for a living yeah, right wow. like I just never would have I don't know. Because, like, you, you grow up, like, that's where all my friends would go. You like, go Same. to a nail salon. It's, like, super easy. There's fucking tin, like, yeah. on a block, you know? Like, it's easy to find. And I don't know. It's really
2: great that mm-hmm. we have those options now. Or maybe we did back then when we were just young and didn't know. But... that there's To go brow to brow people? Yeah. What? Like, may- was there? Always? I don't know. I feel like this is so new. Maybe mm-hmm. we're just yeah. at that phase in our life when we're like, okay, maybe we can afford going to, go, to an yeah, eyebrow exactly. person. Yeah. And we care enough to grow them out and do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Y'all grew up in Texas mm-hmm. here in Austin. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, um, I feel like for Austin, we're kind of like in a beauty desert almost like there's not a lot of elevated beauty experiences like there are in bigger cities, you know, like the big cities, like more like Dallas, which is like very aesthetically inclined. They're, they're going to have like a lot of renowned people that provide those services. Um, same with Houston, but Austin's still growing. And then of course the aesthetic here is different. Everyone's like super chill. No one gives a shit. I went to the Indie Beauty Expo recently, which is, um, this convention for, uh, retail companies that are independently owned. They're not owned by the huge conglomerates, um, like L'Oreal, Procter and Gamble, like Mm. all these other people, um, and they're just doing their own thing. And so we, me and Bridget, she works with me in Potion. Um, we went the day before and we went out downtown to go grab dinner. And I was literally just walked into the bar and this girl behind me, she's like, oh, I like your outfit. It's so low key.
2: What? In Dallas? Like, in Dallas. Oh my God. I'm just like, what? Isn't
1: Is that, that a weird? compliment? I'm just like, Low key? what the fuck do you mean? I know. That's why I'm like, you know, I'm not going to, but I know what it means in Dallas. You mm. go out, and there are places where, like, you can't go to the
2: grocery store. You can't walk into a bar without looking like. Phenomenal! It's like always it's like an I- image thing. I just don't get it, and know, maybe totally it's not an, our scene. maybe it's an <laughs> no. Austin thing too, where we're just like, what? Like we just go walking in a swimsuit and yeah. no makeup, and no yeah. one gives a shit, and yeah, cowgirl boots and it's like, like people
1: care if you're happy. If you're like that mean angry looking person hostile looking person then people are like oh okay that's not good but if your energy is good then people are like yeah man you have a good day what a low-key
2: outfit what a bitch i know know. that's so funny i was just wearing levi's i mean with that it's like there's uh, to say a comment like that there's a jealousy of like man i wish i had enough confidence or comfortable to like be be, that low-key and feel comfortable in my skin that people won't judge me because who gives a shit what people think anyways
1: yeah. Well, that's the thing with like me being in like the aesthetic and beauty industry, I'm just like there's still women that want to feel good, have their skin looking good and they but but they're not to that that level of like Dallas no. level. Like that perfectionism level, like or they have this idea this photoshopped idea oh, yeah. of what you're supposed to look like. It's like, no, like we're humans, human skin does all kinds of things, all kinds of things. And so just got to know how to deal with it. And that's what I feel like I I get to do is like help people um, understand their skin a little bit better because I've seen so much of it. And, you know, I can tell them like, well, this is probably the best route to take whenever this happens, because it's most likely going to happen again. If you don't sleep and you just can't sleep because you're a mom, you have three kids or two kids and a job and a side job, like sleep's not an option. You have dark circles. OK, well, then I can help you with that. Yeah. I can help you remedy the intensity of it. If you don't want to look as tired, right? You're still going to be tired. I can't help mm-hmm. that. You're not you can't change those things, but I can help you with at least one little thing so that you can feel better about that. Um, and y- your skin can keep up with it because that does have long-term um, effects on that tissue. Yeah. So. Um, so that was actually one of our questions. So it was like, what sets potion
0: apart, right? Like, because there are, I mean, you can go get a facial anywhere, you know, go get your brows burned off anywhere, but mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can.
1: <laughs> so one thing that's really different than that I don't think is happening anywhere else is Um, We're an all-inclusive facial studio, meaning that we don't upgrade you ever. Like, we're not, oh, like, you could really use this, but it's $30 more. And somebody's going to be like, oh, I really can't do that today. We don't do that. We're going to give you, like, the best service for what your skin needs, no matter what it is, no matter what it costs us, every time. Yeah, Um, that's awesome. It's just depending on, like, your time. You know like if you can sit for two hours let's do it especially Mm -hmm. if it's been like months or years or never since your last facial we want to make sure that you're getting the best treatment for your skin because your time our time is like we're packing everything we can into that that session
0: and what's really cool about what you say too is like kind of what the problem with like the healthcare industry is you know like the blanket diagnosis like if you go to like a western doctor not saying all of them are like that Mm -hmm. but like they'll be like i don't know you're sick here's some antibiotics like just throw this on it and like let's make it better and like what you're saying is like well okay so why do you have those dark circles because you're not sleeping Mm -hmm. and like i can't help with that but i can help you in this way which is like how herbal medicine is like right you're Mm -hmm. like okay well let's attack it from like the root cause and like Mm -hmm. so it's just really cool that like you just, you have, like, a very well-rounded approach to what you're doing.
1: Yeah, well, skin, it's just, you know, it's a reflection of what's happening inside. Unless it is something that you're doing topically, and I can actually tell. Like, if you're not washing your face, I can tell. Yeah. Damn. If if it's that your body is doing things internally and it's pushing things out, I can tell. Um, so... Trying to help people figure that out because they don't know. They don't know what's triggering it. And if they don't know, I'm like, we need to figure it out. If you're using 30 products at home, like one, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's crazy, crazy. crazy. Um, We have like 70 plus SKUs, I think, right now in Potion. So we have a lot to offer. And that's not because I want everyone to have that. It's because everyone needs something different. And every single person, it's a different case. There's some things that are pretty consistent with people, like um, allergies in Austin. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a really big issue, right? And so I can see those consistent things with those people that have either eye allergies or sinus allergies, um, like inflammation in those areas, or even like injuries in like the shoulders and like how that affects the rest of their, their face. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's so
0: fucking cool.
1: Yeah. So it's like touching enough people, like placing your hands on enough people, you really start to see similar patterns. It's very rare that I come across um, things I haven't seen, but they they do happen pretty regularly. Like just one random thing. I'm like, okay, that's new, but that's when I get to go do fun stuff like read medical journals, yeah. which is really fun for me. Do you
2: ever like have people come in and there's, you just think they need more help and you think they should go get like tested for like oh yeah definitely inflammation or things that they're maybe sensitive always. to. And cause our good friend Sandra has she, her struggle has always been her face and she was using all these products. Like you said, like tons of products for like scarring and just she would break out all the time and she would see doctors. And then she finally went to like a holistic, I don't know the exact name, but where she tested to what she's sensitive to and Like, her face looks amazing now. Mm -hmm. Like, all the things that she ate every day was affecting her face every day. And the products, they were like, you can't use that. And, I mean, it looks amazing now. And she's gone her whole life with this struggle. Is that something that you recommend to do early on? Or, like, when do you know that that's time for you to go do that?
1: When it's been a chronic issue. Okay. Yeah. If it's, like... Chronic, like, a year or, like... If it's more than, I think, three months, I think, like, okay, you need it. If it's been more than a season, yeah. Okay. Go, go figure out what's happening. But if you get, like, one pimple, don't go run to your dermatologist and have them shoot your face up with cortisone.
0: <laughs> My life is over. Yeah. No, there are people that
1: are, like so dramatic with like their pimple situation. Like it's a pimple. It's going to go away. Our skin naturally wants to shed. That's what it's meant to do when it's not shedding. That's a problem. Yeah. So
0: I feel
2: like, like people's time and money investing in your skin is completely, people just don't appreciate.
0: No, they see it as a luxury. They don't see it as like a necessity when really it's like, this is your face. Mm -hmm. And like, this is what people are going to look at for the rest of your life. So like you should probably take care of it. Take care.
2: And you know what? I remember when I, I think I was like postpartum, just done breastfeeding with my first kid. So it was probably, I don't know. I think I was like 27. And I remember I was like, this is the year of my face. I remember like (laughs) saying that. I'm like, I was like, this is the year where I take, charge of my skin and like I start getting on top of it and learning what I need and taking care of it mm-hmm. and I would come get facials with you and it was like so magical I would I mean
1: and we would listen to podcasts yes during our session Ugh, so yeah.
2: fun and so relaxing and like it, I mean but for me it was a little overwhelming at the end because I'm like what do I do now mm-hmm. like I go home and you're not there and <laughs> I don't know what to do to my face but Luckily, I was able to come back, like financially able to come back to you a lot and get those facials, but my face and skin never looked better, and I felt really good, and I could tell a big difference, and I knew how important it was to, like, really invest in your face and and what your skin is the largest living organism in your body, Mm -hmm. and it reflects everything, and it it absorbs things. And why don't, yeah, if you're on the fence about it, like, invest time in it and money because it'll show and you'll feel really good but I've kind of like fallen I'm not 27 it's not the year of the face anymore <laughs> I've
0: just <laughs> fell off but dude it's hard I mean especially when we're like busy you know and it's like hard to make time for it especially when it's like so widely seen as a luxury we're like oh yeah I mean we could just go get a facial that would be so nice right we're not like seeing it as like hey we need to go do this because it's good for
2: us there's layers of just yeah. filth and stress yeah. and everything that needs to be taken
1: off and
0: And so people probably don't come to you unless there's, like, a problem, right?
1: No, I have regulars that have been seeing me for, like, a decade. That's so nice. Um, Have you seen big transformations in their skin? Their skin looks amazing. Yeah. But, yeah, I can definitely see whenever there's, like, they've been having issues. Like, the main thing is, like, allergies. That's, like, the one thing or somebody decides that they're going to start training for a marathon or something and then... They're way more. The the, they're way more in the sun. Their capillaries mm-hmm. are hyperactivated, and um, it's not like a complaint. But they're like, oh, I'm noticing this. I'm like, okay, well, you can do this to help prevent things from getting uh, further damaged because the sun is gonna radiate your your DNA if you're out there unprotected.
2: Do you recommend always wearing sunscreen like every day, like a face? Like, I use, like, a tinted moisturizer with SPF for my foundation.
1: Perfect. Yeah. yeah I, keep doing is that. Is it,
2: like, important, like,
1: <clears throat> for people wondering? I feel that the, it depends on how much time you're in the sun, your pigment. So, someone that has darker skin is going to have a little bit more protection from the sun than someone that's, like, super fair. Like, mm. that translucent, blonde, blue-eyed person, they're not going to produce as much pigment um, just straight up to protect their cells or their deeper organs from sun damage or radiation, basically. So that person, they need to be using minerals because it's actually going to protect their skin. There are a couple different types. Well, there's two different types of sunscreens. There's physical and chemical. Uh, the chemical, you still absorb the sun, you absorb the heat. Um, it just doesn't have like an actual barrier. And so that might be a little more appropriate for somebody that's darker skin typed. Um, but. So as far as like, like
0: mineral, do you mean like zinc oxide mm-hmm. or like, zinc oxide, okay.
1: titanium dioxide? Um, and then. Which also, is all also
0: stuff you can get on Amazon, right? Like.
1: Yeah. You can get all Or a stuff potion online. maybe. <laughs> yeah. Do you,
0: do you make your own? Cause um, I remember
1: you were like working on a line. Yeah. So I am, um, Right now, we're starting with hydrosols, okay, um, and then using those hydrosols to go into a deeper part of skincare because skincare is like is very complicated. Yeah. Um. So the formula, people really care about the texture and the feel. The sunscreen industry is like huge. Um, you have to pay thirty thousand dollars to get um tested for the efficacy of a product. Yeah, thirty thousand dollars. Which, one day. One day day for sure, but holy
0: shit. $30,000. Like, oh my God. Yeah. For one product. For one product. That's fucking insane.
1: Yeah. Um, But then you know that it works, right? Um, Yeah. So, the question was sunscreen. Yes. You should use it if you're going to be outside for a certain amount of time every day. (sighs) Because you do need to get some sun exposure for your vitamin D D. protection. Like, you've got to get it. Um, but it's been proven that people that work outdoors consistently and practice safe sun habits, like wearing a hat or coming out of the heat a little bit every now and then or wearing sleeves or whatever, their body's going to produce more pigment to protect their cells and are less likely to form skin cancer than somebody that spends their life indoors and then all of a sudden goes outside for like Two hours gets burned and does that like once a year for, mm. whatever. And then they're like, fifty getting stuff cut out of their face or ears yeah. or whatever. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, what is hydrosol, hydrosol? A hydrosol. Is, it's like a, a mist. Oh. So it's like the, the water essence or the aqueous essences of whatever plants that are steamed. Like into another... In the essential oil process, it's like the yes. byproduct. So, so basically, instead of separating the oil and the water, mm-hmm. all of it goes into okay. one thing. But with essential oil, you need like pounds and pounds and pounds yeah. of product to produce like... A little,
0: little bit of hydrosol. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. But
1: with the hydrosol, you're getting like all of it. Um, but it's Wait, so a little diluted. There's essential oil in the hydrosol? Um, but mm-hmm. it's not as concentrated. Okay. Right? So for instance like a rose water right. put like rose petals or whatever you want into the water and all of it okay lands in My your friend vessel actually just started doing that she has
2: this badass like glass bulb thing where she like forages all these uh plants and flowers and amazing things and then she does this like crazy process where it she gets the water part and then you can see the oil on top yeah and she's not I don't know the terms, like, extracting it for the oil, mm-hmm. but I think she's doing it for, like, the whole thing. Yeah. She makes um, natural products.
1: That's awesome. And
2: it just looks really, really cool. Is that so – you created your hydrosol? Is that what you said? Yeah, so
1: we have one out right now that I'm still kind of playing with the formula. I'm, I'm about to do a second distillation, but the first one was about three gallons of bind, which is a natural alcohol-free astringent so it slows down oil production and calms any inflammation it has a lot of witch hazel in it i love witch hazel and i love astringents for my face yeah so like witch hazel is like a wound healer Mm -hmm. um so um it has a lot of witch hazel so it's it's like the base and then yeah yeah. and, and then for preservative it's a natural preservative so it's nothing like can't you use Gross. like rosemary too it's like a mm. natural preservative it really depends on like the shelf life shelf that you're life. looking for um, and the type of like microorganisms that you're trying to prevent so I'm trying to make sure that no one gets like E. coli mm-hmm. in their face and I'm not sure how effective rosemary is for
0: yeah, like
1: staff and everything else so um, yeah so we use like a natural preservative for the stuff that we're brewing and um, so I'm a about to start another distillation and hopefully have like my, my permanent formula nice yeah and so have another have two actual brews that i'm working on and i'm um, hopefully i'll get them done in the next week or so nice dang super yeah. quick huh yeah and then um that's really the a- the bottling um and labeling i mean you went through that with your stuff mm-hmm. um so, for me, like these products, like I want to make sure that they're really easy to use. Um, and like the labels, I don't know why they're like really uh, important to me. And so, I don't really like the idea of a paper label or a plastic label. Um, so, I actually purchased uh, a screen printer for cylindrical objects. So, I'm going to screen what? print the label oh, on there so that. On the glass. Yeah. So oh. it's just, um, don't have to worry about paper. Yeah. And yeah, it's just there. It, it's never going to rub off. That's bad. Because badass. there's people's hands are wet in yeah. Yeah. the bathroom. Yeah. And one big thing that I tell people like after their facials is go wipe your product bottles down, makeup bottles, creams, whatever you have, clean off those bottles because you touch them. Mm-hmm. Then you touch your face. So, um, it's going to be like an easy to clean bottle, Instructions or the ingredients will always be on there. Um, and I'm following like the FDA guidelines for mm-hmm. labeling. Mm-hmm. So I had to call the FDA and make there's sure that there's so I'm doing- many rules. So there many is. rules. And
2: you have to like label your ingredients based on like how much there is. Like the first one has to be like if there's more witch hazel, then you have to name that one first. Mm-hmm. And then like the least amount that there is, it goes from most to least mm-hmm. in the way that you name it. Mm-hmm. Very weird. Do you have to have
0: like SOPs, like mm-hmm. how you make them? No. Okay. What's a SOP? S- standard operating procedure. Oh, okay. So we have to have all those for all our products in the clinic. Like oh, wow. we have to have it like written, like how we make the tinctures, how we bottle
1: the tinctures, how wow. we fucking. But it's medicine, right? Yeah. 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 It's Cosmetics like a supplement. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, we just have to list all the ingredients. Mm-hmm. And like the the U.S. has like the craziest rules or ingredients. Not or I guess lack thereof. Like they're just like hardly any ingredients that are banned in the US compared to like other countries. Yeah. It's
2: crazy. Good old United States.
1: Yeah. So people are using shit on their face right now all the time. And it's it's bewildering. I mean that's actually why we buy
0: formula from Germany, I think, is that where it comes from? Yeah, Germany,
2: like baby formula. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: baby formula, but it's it's called Holly. But like, the only reason we get it from there is because their standards over there are so much better. So like, even the organic shit that you can get in America is like doesn't even touch the surface of how good it is over there in Germany. Yeah, for standards. standards.
2: Yeah, yeah. So if you ever have friends like who can't breastfeed and they like kind of you know just recommend those because it's It's called
0: Holly H O L L E. If anybody.
1: H o l l e Holly,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. okay. Yeah. I feel like I should take a video of these guys over there, because here they are <laughs> again, during a podcast. Our
2: neighbors just like to fuck, fuck
0: with, with us. us. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so it sounds like you're making like real deal potions right now. Yeah,
1: making potions. Is that so fun? That's how I love this it. all started, right? When you were a little kid making potions at it home. It was. I was. Um, Back in the day when I lived kind of out in the country, me and my brother would just go like forage back in these pastures, acres and acres of pastures. And um, I would put things in jars and put water in them, just like leave them there. Um, I was find like, find
0: any mushrooms? <laughs>
1: probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was like thinking back of like being a kid, like I've always been that like entrepreneurial type of kid. I was like in kindergarten. Making paper crowns for my classmates. I'm like, okay, you want a paper crown? Okay, I'm gonna make you one. How would you like it? Here you go. And then they're like, okay, well, if you want another one, just like let me know and I'll get that for you. Because the
2: next one will be ten bucks, bitch, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and your fucking lunch money yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> And then fruit roll-ups,
1: <laughs> bring them. And then I got into bracelets, like later on in another grade. And I was like, I had like a whole like brochure of like oh all different colors it's and so like, okay, cute. what do you want on it? Like, did you, do you ever
0: wa- do like market day? No. Like did, they never had that. Okay,
1: I did. And yeah, I went through a bracelet.
2: Phase two, where mm-hmm. I was making them for everyone and selling them, and
0: yeah, you probably would have made hella money if you did market day. It's like where the, all the students set up like something that they can like sell to like all the other classmates or whatever,
2: and trade. At our school, yeah. it was like a trading thing too. Oh, that's great. Both. I mean,
1: y'all yeah. y'all went to school here True. in Austin, yeah. and, and to, you graduated to with to how, a, how many people? Like forty-seven people. Yeah, where are you from? Okay, so I graduated from a town called Gerald. Yes. Oh, okay,
0: that's just yeah. a little bit north of here, like yeah. an hour, right?
1: Yeah, but there was like nothing. Gerald, there. Gerald, Texas, go Gerald! And um, but I would like flip flop between going there and Dallas, and so mm. it's like this crazy way of growing up. Yeah, yeah, like culture
0: X- shock when you get to Dallas, and you're like, okay, extreme
1: opposites. Yeah, yeah very My opposite. Outfits
0: are so low key here. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting made fun of for wearing like um this really cool like set of overalls, and it had like this. A rainbow on the front, and it was like kind of metallic rainbow, and like people were just so backwards, They're like, "Oh, rainbows!
0: That means you're gay." Oh, I'm like, man. "Oh my okay. God, I'm Fucking high school,
1: and in like a countryish town. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's so, so cool. oh, gay. That was in
1: Gerald. Yeah.
2: Oh, um, yeah. No one in Dallas is gonna say that's gay. They have like a whole gay. They have area. a neighborhood. Yeah. Well, that's where like my father-in-law, like they live over in the neighborhood. They yeah. love it, and yeah,
1: it's interesting. Yeah, it's a cool little vibe. Yeah, but anyways, that town's growing apparently but yeah it was just like a really weird place to, to to grow up but you know if anyone that still follows me from high school is listening to this um you're probably cool <laughs> at me now bitch you're probably cool <laughs> you're probably okay um but so
2: all this potion stuff started when you were young mixing yeah. and i mean i think it's people live their whole lives with not knowing what the fuck they want to do. And it sounds like you kind of just always were like in tune with like, this is who I am. This is what I like to do. And I'm just going to make it happen. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. I,
1: I feel like I knew like I like my spirit knew, mm-hmm. but like my brain didn't know until mm-hmm. later that I really needed to make this happen. I was thinking about this thing, another thing from like elementary school that I blocked out um, second grade, um, we were making commercials and they're like, okay, you have to like make a commercial. And I told my group, like, we're going to make like potions. And they were like, um, I think they were like Coke cans or not Coke, like bottles or something. And we put dye and water in them. And so they were like shampoos and other products. I'm like, this is what we're doing. I, uh i have you guys no... don't have a choice this is what we're doing yeah <laughs> this is how we're gonna do it yeah see but uh,
0: you were like the great person to have in a group right because like other people like me sometimes they be like cool you just you yeah. go ahead and take except the lead, in gerald
2: that. they're like what the fuck is that <laughs> yeah this is crazy <laughs> witch doing here i've always doing like a a... Voodoo. It? Yeah. <laughs> voodoo
1: yeah
0: i've always been kind of that's the correct use of voodoo it's all the same to me sorry voodoo
1: yeah i've always just been that kind of I don't know if it's bossy. Maybe I am bossy. I don't know. But I kind of always just, like, take charge. You have a vision. Um, Yeah. I just do it. And that's
0: great. I mean, especially in the line of work. I mean, you wouldn't be where you are if you weren't like that. And you know what?
1: It's
2: not bossy. That's one thing. Like, Atlas, my daughter, reminds me, like, everything you're saying with, like, the making and this is what we're, and, like, okay, I'll make you. That's that's my daughter, too. She's Mm -hmm. always, like, inventing things and making Mm -hmm. things for people and, like, every day she invents something new and she's really into it. And um, I was like, there's, I'm never going to tell her that she's bossy. And when I see it and people are like, Oh dang. I'm like, girl's got a vision. That's what I always say. I'm like, she's got a vision and she's going to do it and she's going to do it her way. Cause it's always been like, this is how I like it. And this is how we're going to do it it reminds me a lot of what you're saying in your childhood.
1: Yeah, um, well, I have a younger brother and I've always had to be a little more responsible just because of the way that we grew up. So I've always had like this kind of like self-starter type of mentality, like no one's gonna do it for you, you gotta do it yourself. And you um, just gotta take charge and some people just don't have that, you know? Mm. Always been the, the team captain, the department head, the, um, the class president, like that's me. And that's just who I just am. Yeah, that's so. Awesome. But I respect, like, whenever I see, like, other people, like, doing their thing, I think <laughs> that's awesome. Like, I love that. Those are the people I get along with that really mm-hmm. show up. Like-minded um, individuals. Yeah. People and that... you
2: need the leaders and the followers. And I feel like followers doesn't sound like a good name, but, like, you need both of them.
1: Yeah, you do. Because I am, like, so forward-moving that I kind of... Don't stop sometimes, which is bad. I need to yeah. take a sometimes, nap sometimes, yeah. you know? Take your own <laughs> advice. Take a break. <laughs>
2: you know, yeah. Um, so before Potion, mm-hmm. you were at Milk and Honey for a long time. Mm-hmm.
0: And I know... And Hierarchy was in between there. That's right. So
1: that is Potion. That's just what I rebranded to. Okay. Um, because Hierarchy was, like, my first step into, like, a solo entrepreneurship, right? It was just me in like a shitty little space doing brows, and um, I've upgraded a bit. I'm in a bigger space in yeah. Where are you? So I'm in a building called SoMavida. It's like a, a wellness co-working space. So um, I think there's like ten other offices, and there's like acupuncturists, herbalist, uh, several types of like body workers, other therapists. Um, just people of different healing natures working one in one space and then there's like co-workers people that just like spend time in the art gallery upstairs um so I'm in that space but I am looking for a bigger space just because I need it and the space that I was looking at I think it got leased and I'm in the lower east side so read the uh, real estate situation
0: so expensive I'm sure.
1: It's And it's going fast. It's going fast. That's like, you know, the price is one thing, but it's that, it's the location. I mm-hmm. want a good location, and I want to make sure that I'm planning for eventual growth mm-hmm. and have that um, built in, you know? And then, of course, getting like the right team, the right bigger team. Mm-hmm. So I want to hear about how, because how long did you work at Milk
2: and Honey? For a, a while, right? Mm hmm. How many years? I think it was, like,
1: seven
0: years.
2: Yeah, and you were a part of some big things in Milk and Honey, like,
1: creating some of their what? Um, Okay, so they have recently started putting out some of their products, and, like, that was something that Alyssa Beyer collected a group of estheticians for for consulting purposes, but I don't know if any of what was involved... And what was said there, what was consulted, has, like, translated into the products that she has now. Um, Because it's, you know, it was something that started, like, eight years ago. And it just now hit the shelves. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So that was, like, some of the stuff that um, I was involved in. Um, I helped with some of the protocol writing for the company. And I'm still kind of helping them out right now, too. Doing consultant work for them. Nice. Um, from afar.
2: How did, I want to hear about how you made that um, leap to going
1: full time Milk and Honey to Hierarchy Browse. So I was working for myself and working for Milk and Honey full time for both. And I think I was a year and a half in, and my daughter said that she missed me. And so I said, okay, I can't. I can't keep spreading myself so thin and not being here for my family. And so, um, I decided to completely let go of milk and honey. I'd put a lot of time in there and I knew that what I wanted to do, um, was more, it's very limited there. What I can do as far as how I can work on clients and what I'm allowed to do just because it is corporate. So everything's, um, protocol, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, that's what I have to you gotta do. Gotta follow those
0: stupid rules. There's yeah. a process
1: for everything. Rules. I mean, it's good for, like, the the scale that they're at and what they have to do and just the structure of what they have to do. But for me and how I wanted to treat people, it's... Right.
0: For the care that you want to provide, like, mm-hmm. that's, like, everything. Yeah. You can't do that there.
1: Yeah. And um, there's definitely a lot of great things that I learned while I was there and things that... Um, Maybe they're translating into what I'm doing now, but I feel like there's a lot that I'm elevating for the care and like the concentrated um, attention that I like to give to my clients.
2: Yeah. How old was your daughter when you um,
1: did hierarchy? Let's see, that was 2017 was whenever I opened my door. She's about three. So, hmm, let's see yeah she was
2: like three and a half yeah Mm -hmm. so you were working you know full-time job with your daughter or and having your daughter Mm -hmm. which a lot of moms are and i'm sure moms are like okay what's next i don't want to do this forever but it's really scary for them to make that next step and be completely working for yourself with and supporting your child i mean That's, I think, a lot of our fears, and how was that? I mean, I know she missed you, and so you had to pick one or the other, but were you, like, encouraged because you had her, and you were like, this is what I need to do for her, or was it super scary because you had a kid, or what was that like being a mom and also making this huge leap?
1: Yeah, I mean, there was definitely... some comfort that I left behind with leaving milk and honey. Like I was like, had a very consistent schedule and, um, I could kind of figure out what my paychecks were going to look like. And I had insurance had all these things. And then I'm like, okay, well it's time to kind of switch some of this responsibility with my husband who's, who works for the state. He has the exact same schedule forever. And, um, for him, he is like a very like consistency type of person. Um, just like like my
2: husband, they're the same person. Yeah.
1: So anything different is like a really big deal for him and me. I'm like constantly changing, Mm -hmm. getting better. And he was like, okay, well, yeah, I had to like kind of talk him into it, but he believes in me. And, um, so like you have to get Sophia on your insurance like that's what you have to do for us because I've been paying for both me and hers for like forever and um he's like okay so we did that and um it was just about believing in myself making sure that I was learning everything that I needed to learn as far as how to get more clients in so I was willing to put that work in
2: I think that not having insurance scares, like that's where they stop. You know, they're like, I could probably do it. I could, you know, and then you're like, but shit, I wouldn't be insured. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a stopping point for a lot of people. It's like the fear. If you have of kids, not- for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: If you have children, like, yeah, that's scary. But I've met moms that what they do if they don't have insurance is that they save up those paychecks, what they would be putting in for their insurance premiums every month. And if some bad thing happens mm. they're ready
0: yeah I mean also it's only enrollment is like once a year but the health insurance, mar- health insurance marketplace is what I have and like I've never had insurance and finally I was able to get some and like I pay a $30 premium a month like wow. so I have really fucking great insurance so like if anybody is thinking about opening their own business but doesn't want to do that then they should look into the health insurance marketplace because it's legit and i mean if you don't have insurance right now you totally should too Okay. Yeah. it like goes off your income yeah okay it's right. fucking le- i mean that's it's obamacare obama why can't i talk i drank too much coffee and i'm like <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, yeah that was yeah. probably like the scariest thing is like the no insurance for her I lived my life when I was a kid without insurance yes. yeah and I was like I'm alright I'm, yeah. I'm okay dude yeah. I, I
2: never go to the fucking doctor like yeah. I can't I remember go, the last time I never go
1: I'm like who goes to like the doctor every month no. yeah. besides old people or right. b- people who also live in fear who like, yeah, oh, I'm not that person. Real,
2: I know me either. Like the fear mongering is very real for people. And they're just like, I can't do that because this and like, what if, what if, what if, but it's like, man, we'll just like cross that bridge when it happens. Yeah.
0: I know this is, I don't, I don't know if I should even say this, but I don't even take my kids for checkups. Oh, I don't either. <laughs> yeah, okay.
2: Atlas. Yeah. Oh God. My
0: kids have not been to the doctor. Yeah. Cause I mean, why? We don't yeah.
2: need to. And yeah, if something comes up, then we'll handle it.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, if they're sick, for sure, I'm taking yeah. them to the doctor. But like, I feel like
1: the most common things, like an ear infection, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Which do I mean, y'all I do, 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 do. Yeah. clinic? I want to know yeah.
1: what y'all do because I feel like y'all have probably like a better holistic. More approach to an ear infection, maybe?
2: I do garlic um, oil in the ear. Yeah. yeah? Yeah. Garlic oil is, like, huge for that. You can, and,
0: like, even boil down onions and garlic and, yeah. like, just put that water in there and then just, you know, drain it
2: and out. And I, um, I, I do, like, an olive oil and I mm-hmm. chop up, like, five cloves of garlic and I let it sit for, like, three days or a couple days. And then I strain it and then there's garlic oil that is shelf stable, and you can use it for being sick. (laughs) I use it cooking. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, we'll just drop garlic oil when I'm cooking, and it's very flavorful, but I, yeah,
0: ear infections. You could probably add some rosemary to it, too, and it would make it, like, even more potent, Mm because rosemary is, like, super antibacterial. Yeah, Yeah, antiviral, antibacterial, both of those things. Yeah, or shit. Have you ever heard of of thieves oil? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, so you could probably use that, too.
2: We, um, we have the same midwife, and she, when you, hire her to deliver your baby, you get this, I mean, it's gold. I mean, it's, it's encyclopedia. technically purple, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is gold because the information inside inside is so fucking valuable. She
0: has something for everything. It's
2: called the natural medicine chest and mm. f- for coughs, for fever, for feel, literally everything, you start this and we do like, like if we start feeling sick, we do uh, garlic oil and or like you can get the pills and you can swallow just... Um, garlic, garlic, yeah, and um, you or you can eat a, a clove of garlic. Yeah, Dude, chop that. It's shit really up, fucking spicy, it. but yeah. yeah, or you can chew it up, and your husband won't make out with you for like a day. Or maybe <laughs> that, he's into that. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> but garlic's a big one. Rosemary's a good one. Um, echinacea, colloidal silver. Um, god every, i mean i have a whole like purple or a little like medicine thing where i have all the natural things so if we start feeling bad we make we actually call them potions mm-hmm. so anytime atlas is like feeling whatever or i'm feeling whatever she's like mom will you make me a potion mom will you make me a potion and it's so fun for the kids to be involved in making it it's not like here's your nasty your nasty your na-
0: nasty okay that was bizarre but um
1: So Val is just actually really aligned with her life path. Yeah, that's what that is. So someone told me that that you know, when you are like on that stream, when you're like going down your path the way that you're supposed to, weird shit like that happens. It's almost like those energies of everything. Mm -hmm. I feel like we need to get there. Very Mm -hmm. fitting in our life right now. um, have y'all seen Donnie Darko?
0: Yeah. Yeah, right. You know, when like
1: that warmth not that warmth, like that tunnel. Thing comes out of his body like yeah. that's like his path that he's going on so it's kind of like that but it's like imagine that but like an energy right around you yeah Damn. so if you're in it you're following that apparently a lot of like electronic stuff starts um... to happen the day that I moved out of my old hierarchy studio into the new one the day I had a bunch of my stuff products and everything in my car um, it was, like, the hottest day of the year last year, and my car had an electrical fire. What? Yeah. I mean, this was, like, a 2017 Volvo. It had an electrical fire. It might have been because it's hot, but it, like, Volvos shut are down. supposed to be, like, I know the bomb. Yeah. Um, it just shut down. It went into complete lockdown. Like, they couldn't, they had to drag it up onto a tow truck. Holy shit. I couldn't open the doors because everything's electric. I couldn't open the trunk. Oh, my God. I had to, like, okay, so this thing was stacked up with all my stuff inside of it. And I was like, okay, well, it's, like, 100-something with a bunch of product inside of my car. Oh, my God. It was the worst day. Luckily, your kid wasn't in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, she would awesome. have broken a
0: fucking window.
1: Yeah, I would have. Yeah. I make, I, like, I cannot wait to have to break break open a window to save somebody. Like, that's one of my things. I'm like, I can't wait. We're going
2: to do that. I want to see the You're going to be one of those dog savers where you're like, your dog looks hot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've never had to, like, vandalize anything. So that's going to be, like, cool if I have to save somebody. But hopefully I don't have to see that. Yeah. That's scary. But yeah. I always think about that. But anyways, yeah, like, that's happened... Um, at the same time, my phone was like doing weird stuff, like all kinds of weird electrical things happened to me whenever I'm like, I feel like I'm like I'm made in that my groove, move. I'm in my thing, I'm doing my thing. Um, like talking with y'all, like, this is great. Uh, well, so yeah. our microphones, we were talking, our microphones
2: completely messed up and I don't even know how to explain that. And Melissa happened. just like echoed.
0: It's was like, hello,
1: hello. Yeah. <laughs> but I warned y'all about this. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But I was saying that it's fun for the kids to make, to like, make it's, potions, yeah, yeah. when they're like feeling sick and you open this nasty ass cough medicine Dude, and you're like, yeah. shove this down your throat. And they're like, uh, why is it? Cause Cone won't take
0: medicine cause yeah. he's so fucking scared of it. But
2: in one thing that really got Atlas, Atlas loves, my oldest daughter loves medicine. She loves medicine and we don't like do medicine, but like she's always asking for potions and for us to make potions and she'll take like the weird silver and I can spray the weird stuff in her mouth because we're always doing it together it's like Mm -hmm. you're feeling this so let's mix this and do this and do this and we make like she drinks tea she's four and a half and like she had a tea party and all of her friends were like uh like it was great because it was a tea party but when it got to the tea part they were like I don't want to drink this like (laughs) do I have to I'm like no girl you do not have to drink that but Alice is like to the very favorite tea Chamomile, yeah, she good one. loves chamomile. And so what I I have like two big boxes that you know you can buy them at Hobby Lobby, and you, for vitamins they're like sectioned off, and you can put vitamins oh, yeah. in there. But we went to Wheatsville and just bought a whole bunch of bunch of loose herbs. Like we have spearmint, damiana, catnip. We have everything, and I have them all labeled. So she and I have one of these things called. It's like a manatee and you open it and you put the tea inside and you put it in the cup. Oh, cute. So you can make your own blends. So Atlas is always asking to make tea and she, I mean, she kind of just does one of everything, but she really likes chamomile. So she'll put like a rose petal, a clove and like all these things. So she loves tea because of that. Precious. So it's like all the potions and good natural herbal medicine she's getting because it's fun to do.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, Herbs. So tell us about the business side of it. Like, so how, what was the paperwork like starting your own business? I'm yeah. Sure, it wasn't as glamorous. I mean, now you're in this beautiful
2: space and potions amazing and you have products, but I mean, the behind the scenes... Is yeah, probably a pain a in the ass. There's a lot. Like, administrative stuff? Yeah. And like, I guess yeah. just anything that
0: went into starting How your do business. do
2: you f- have to file? And, like,
1: do you have to have, um, like, insurance or licenses? Yeah, or? insurance. I have licenses. I have to – yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of, like, things that go into it. Um, it kind of, like, for me, since we're doing services and we have retail, first I started off with just doing services. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I'm not going – I'm not ready to do retail, to figure out like sales tax and how to do that and how to file all of that. And, um, now I got it down, but, um, yeah, trying to figure out like, how am I going to accept payments? People pay with, pay with credit cards all the mm-hmm. time. Right. And so what people mostly do nowadays is they use square. I'm yeah, sure y'all have seen yes. those. It's crazy expensive. The square? surcharge on it. Yeah. The surcharge, they yeah. take
2: a big like person cause that's what I would use when I would do events for my mosquito spray and like it would take a big
1: chunk yeah so if you're like retailing or you know your services are like over 10 grand a month like that's you know a substantial amount of money that they're taking Mm -hmm. um they do have like a lot of like back-end stuff that helps you with like um inventory yeah all that all that stuff but it's like you're paying a lot for it yeah Yeah. and it's a variable like it's not like you can find other things and the thing is that you have to you have to like experience that and then move from it and like figure things out. And so recently I had to like talk to like a new, uh, credit card processing company and like the whole thing feels sketchy, but Mm -hmm. it's because they're competing against square now. Mm -hmm. Square's so easy. You're paying for the ease, right? Yeah. So now I've figured out how to save money with doing that, where to save money and if it's still effective for me and if it's still, um, Yeah, like, there's, like, so many little facets of it from um, the website. I built my own website, and that's usually a service that can cost a lot of money. Yeah, it Um, does. Yeah. Honestly, I have made
2: a shit ton of websites, and obviously I use, like, Squarespace. I'm not a developer. And um, it's so, so easy, and it's, like, you can build a website in a couple days, and it's I I don't understand how people charge like thousands of
0: dollars and then they're like, Oh,
2: to edit it? If you want monthly editing, then that's another five hundred dollars. And like, bitch, it took me two minutes to go in and press edit, change, done.
0: I can't even tell you how much money we put into building the Zoe Medicinals website. We had a guy that he like does this for a living. He's like works at a a marketing company. Yeah. And for the stuff that we were acting or asking for, he didn't exactly know. So he was charging us to do the fucking research. Mm I wish you would have asked me. I would have built you. No. Well, I mean, it's done. We needed it to be a certain way too. And it was like a custom and like it needed, it was like a store, uh, whatever. Yeah. So he, anyway, we had to get somebody else to do it. Whenever he like looked back in all the coding, he was like, what the fuck did this guy do? And I was like, are you serious? You don't, You do this all the time, too, and you don't know what the fuck this guy did, and we paid him thousands of dollars to do this. Mm -hmm. It hurts my
2: soul to hear that stuff.
0: Dude, it's bullshit. Because that's,
1: too, like... Do do it your damn self. If you're really small, like, do it yourself. do not spend all this money to get, like, this huge, fabulous new office, especially if it's something that's, one, new to you. Mm -hmm. Okay, aesthetics, obviously, it's something that I've been doing it for a long time, but I haven't been, like, running a business for a long time you know I'm figuring it out as I go I mean if you're lucky lucky enough to have um, a partner or a friend or whoever that is like a business manager has that experience has an MBA knows what to do awesome you are one lucky person but um, for me I had to figure it out as I went and mm-hmm. um, I'm still here it's been like two and a half years and still floating along yeah and still so you did everything
2: yourself like you figured it out everything logos
1: photos everything I mean there's been a couple times that I've used like other photographers but or I've tried to use other graphic artists and I'm just like it's not what I'm Mm -hmm. it's not what I'm wanting yeah so you drew your logo right yeah
0: yeah Yeah. your logo's fucking awesome
1: thanks I want to eventually work with a graphic artist that can kind of like really solidify the branding for long term mm-hmm. because now I'm, you know, getting into the products and like, mm-hmm. I need to have a screen print that has the right pixels for, or whatever dot DPI mm-hmm. for, I had to learn what that meant Yeah. for, um, a screen. And, um, like last night I was looking up thread counts for a silk screen. I'm like, what, who am I? And then, <laughs> yeah. The type of uh, sauce or like emulsion that you have to use for a silk screen and for for glass. Um, so you have to learn a lot constantly. I listen to a lot of different like financial bloggers and things to know if I'm like, on track with like building solid business credit. Like are you going to want to grow your business? I do. I'm going to want to start my e-commerce on the website. I have to make sure that I know what to do for the website. That's a
0: fucking headache.
1: So that by itself, I mean like, yeah, if you can afford to pay somebody to run your website for you and constantly update it the way that you want, want it done and they understand how to do it. Great. But if you're like on a small scale like me, then you have to learn how to do it. And plus, It's good to do that now whenever you can outsource. Like, you're like, this is how I want it. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, at least this much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're not getting taken advantage of. Right. So there's a lot of DIY in my life. So
2: if you could go back and do it all again, would you do everything yourself? Or would you outsource anything to make your life easier? Or just some things that are completely over your head? Some things
1: really just you have to, like, learn by experience. Like... Mm -hmm. Um, I know what I need from a booking system now versus the th- two or three that I've tried at this point. Um, I think it's been three at least. Um, so, you know, I, ha- I had to figure all of those things out to know what I'm going to need for like the scale that I'm going to, going towards. Um, you know, I started out with just me. I had three people at one time. Now it's just me and Bridget. And... I'm still looking to get my, uh, get get a bigger space and what that means. I'm looking at what commercial build outs are like.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, what that's it's nice because like. it's like custom, you know. But <sighs> mm-hmm. I don't know. What's a I commercial build out? Like, like
1: if you buy a space. And they have to build your rooms for you and Mm -hmm. put the electrical and water where you need it. I think
0: if you find the right one, if they're building it, you Mm -hmm. can still just rent the space. You don't have to buy the space, but they'll build it out for you too.
1: Yeah, but like knowing what to do. It's like we had our house built back in twenty fourteen and you know, there's things now that I should have been like a little bit more on top of for getting our house built. And Well, that's
0: great. You have that experience Mm -hmm. and you can yeah. Take that.
1: But with commercial leases it's different because it's like you're not buying the yeah. the, right. the land or everything else and I know it's like it's all mine and if I if I fuck, if I fuck it up it's my fault but yeah. you know you're paying for the service. Yeah. So there's just so many like little parts of it like if I could go back I would try to find a partner that was willing to um, take um a reasonable portion of the business to help build it mm-hmm. um like the, the administrative part because that's the part that I'm just the like, not fun part Dude. it just takes so much time and I really I'm like I have a bunch of like client emails that I have to get back to checking on people I mean yeah. a lot of people
0: that's like the same position that Noah, the owner of the acupuncture clinic is in. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, I've been with her since she, you know, we had a two room clinic that was a commercial space that was built out for her, but mm-hmm. like her growing it and seeing all the fucking headache on top of all the patient care that she does. I'm mm-hmm. just like, holy shit. Like you have to be a really special kind of person to juggle all that and still like
2: never a make it
0: happen. Yeah. No. Yeah. So like, That's what I'm saying what a, a you guys are amazing. How do you
2: juggle it? I mean, cause you have a daughter and a husband and you got to come home and be a mom and a wife and a maid and a cook and all that fun stuff?
1: Well, I got to understand, or I got, I have to believe that some of my clients are going to be respectful of my time, knowing that I am not a machine Mm -hmm. that can get all this information out to them. Like, you know, if I'm in the shop for nine hours straight without a break, and then I have to go home and maybe eat, like, they have to... Maybe, Maybe Maybe They're just a little hungry. When yeah. you're a mom, that's how it is. Yeah. yeah. um, Like, they'll understand. And, like, I try to connect with my clients on a personal level because their skin is personal. Like, I need to know what kind of lifestyle they're living, you know? If if they're outside all the time, if they're in an office all day long, if they work long hours, if they're traveling, like, whatever. Like, I have to know what they're doing. And even switch diets. Like,
2: you just Switching. went vegan or... Mm-hmm. Started incorporating red meat into their yeah. diet, like those are huge. Diet's factors, a huge thing, too.
1: so like I like to know things about them and kind of know like the type of person they are. So I do try to like mix in, not just like tell me everything you're using. Like, I want to know who, mm-hmm. what kind of person I'm working with
0: mm-hmm. so
1: that I can kind of fit what they're gonna need long term and also kind of get an idea of like are you gonna do you understand that like it's just me running this whole thing yeah because I think some people want that like small intimate
2: feel small business but then they expect things like big corporations and
0: like fast responses and like yeah well big corporations don't even give you a fast response they give you like the typical like hey we got your message talk to you soon so Mm -hmm. great to hear from you yeah Yeah. and then you have to sometimes wait like two or three days to even hear back so I mean yeah. Shit, what's nothing special about that. <laughs> I mean, some it
2: just depends on how it's run and there can be like medium corporations, but like they have people like that's their job is to answer whether it's a shitty answer or whatever. Yeah. It's like immediate and well, that's
0: it's even more frustrating. So I would rather wait for your answer, honestly. Yeah. So, but it's cool. just
2: also the day and age that we're in. It's like
0: Instant. Instant gratification,
2: yes. Instant gratification the... for everything. Dude, yeah. everything. It's like my I want internet's my...
0: taking a minute to load. What
2: the fuck? I want my groceries to come yeah. with me. I'm fucking hungry now. Yeah, or come to me, not with me, but yeah.
1: But it's so weird too that I feel like there has been kind of like this like retro type of feel to what people are doing. Like they're appreciating more like the um, like the craftsmen, like the people that are specialists. You know, um. People are spending more money to get those custom pair of boots, you know. They don't want to just go to the mall. I mean, like, there are those people that just want to go to the mall and just like mm-hmm. go ham and buy whatever mm-hmm. mass produced stuff. But the people that I feel like appreciate specialists, there, there's a lot more of those, um, like podcasting, you know, it's like listening to like a radio show, you know, and people just like sit around and. Listen to bringing radio back in a different yeah. way. Yeah, it's, it's a great. It way. all
2: circles back around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it used to be so intimate and individualized, and then it's like mass-produced. And now we're like, eh. it's kind of like you know,
0: home births are coming back, yeah.
2: natural, like holistic's coming back, and like totally, yeah.
0: Because people realize that Western medicine mm. isn't working. They're like, I've been taking antibiotics like for five five rounds of antibiotics, and I'm still sick. So I know it's fucked up. It is fucked up. Did you have a moment
2: where, like, you knew that the day-to-day grind 9 to 5 working for somebody else was, like, not for you and it was time to make that leap? Because, you know, we all think about it and we're, like, it's scary, like we already said. But, like, did you have a moment when you just, like, knew that it was time?
1: I feel like I always knew. Like, I knew that it wasn't going to be, like, I'm not going to do this forever. Um, It's just what works right now what's consistent right now and I had to figure out like okay do I have enough clients that I could move and do this and support you know my family enough where I can do support them and build the company and support the business myself because as like a, a business owner you have to put forth quite a bit of your time your money sometimes yeah. to to get started and so
0: yeah, I mean, truly, it's your baby.
1: Like, and time is you're money, this baby. That's yeah, just valuable time. Yeah, it's a lot of time, um, but for me, it's worth it because I really, really, really enjoy it. Maybe one day I'll be able to like step back from some of the admin and do some more focus on my clients again. Um,
0: this is totally your calling though. Like I, it's really rare that you meet somebody that's been doing what you've been doing for so long, you know, like you started doing brows when you were 14 or whatever, you know, like it's just, it's really rare that you meet somebody that knows exactly what they're good at and exactly what they want to do. So like, it also is just, makes it happen. Yeah. Like, yeah, that exactly. All so fucking follows rare. through with it. Yeah.
1: Well, I feel like yes and no, it's like the, the craft is part of it, but then there's the business side and that's the stuff that I'm like trying really hard to to learn and not fail at cuz that's the part that's hard um finding more funding so that I can get that bigger space and have a laundry room so I'm not doing laundry at home and Ugh, everyone yeah. like everyone at home's laundry too yeah. so like trying to balance what I want out of a home life and my work life and melding those together
2: so do you have investors and funding from other people? Know
1: anybody? What do y'all know anybody? There <laughs> are. Shout out investors. Where and are you? There but are
0: grants for women owned business. Yeah. Businesses. I think you have to be a part of like, the, you have to be a part of a cult. <laughs> Not really, <laughs> but like a part of like, I'm a part of the women owned business coalition or whatever mm-hmm. to be able to get these grants and you have to pay money to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you get like a fucking $10,000 grant, after paying to be a part of this it's totally worth it
2: funding yeah finding funding is not easy i have a friend who did a startup and that when it's funding time it, it you're
0: dude and especially oh having to God. give people like a percentage of your business like that can honestly bite you in the ass sometimes yeah. and it's like oh, yeah. and it's, then
2: sometimes you gotta like pay it back by you know and if it ugh, ugh, yeah. there's a lot to it and it's hard but and it's
1: scary
0: and
2: yeah
1: and that's part of the work is like okay I need $50,000. How one who's going to give me that money? And if that person gives me that money, how much is it going to cost me? Mm-hmm. What do they want? And what is that going to look like long term? So you mm-hmm. have to like play chess mm-hmm. constantly to see all the possible angles that this could go. Oh yeah. And before you even make a move, cause you can't just say yes to the first person right. that gives you says like, here's a check.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So you have to figure out it's the best option. Strings attached to that check. Mm-hmm. And, um, making sure that, you know, you're making the right decision and that you can get out of it in case something does go wrong. Um, So yeah, it's looking at the future. That's what I'm constantly doing. So speaking of future, where do you see Potion going in the future? Um, So I definitely want to have my own product line and building that e-commerce site to produce product. But I don't know if I will be able to produce on a mass scale, I want to just produce like really high quality products and um, basically just have like limited runs of things. Like if you get it or you don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like I'm, I only have two hands. Well, right. And there's but I mean, only maybe someday, me. someday you'll get
0: there. You know, like I run the herbal pharmacy at Zoe Acupuncture, and Noah focuses on all the like acupuncture, like medical stuff, mm-hmm. and I make all the medicine for her. So like now she's able, now we're able to mass produce like our tinctures <clears throat> that we have. So maybe you just need to find somebody that can help you do that, and then you can focus on. All so other stuff, when right? I sold,
2: <laughs> when I was slaying in mosquito spray, <laughs> um, I said I use Squarespace, and they have like commerce websites that you can use and Mm -hmm. you can put products up and have images and you can put like a certain amount or like we have five in stock we have 10 in stock and then you can have a thing where it's like unlimited people can always buy and then um i use this service and actually it was really efficient like i didn't find i was no like i was not professional like on the status that you were but It was efficient for what I needed, how much I had. People could go look at the information, buy it unlimited, not in, like, details, like ounces and everything. But um, then I used another service, stamps.com, and you basically, I think, you just buy the scale, and it's, like, 20 bucks or, like, something very affordable, and they send you the scale, and um, each time someone would buy something, then I would, like, go on the Application with stamps.com, and I would weigh it, and it would give me the exact amount that was shipping. So I could like incorporate the shipping prices in the price, or like when they're checking out, mm-hmm. and then from my house, I can print out the printout or the mailing sheet. So I would just print it out and I would cut it out, put it in a little envelope or like the bubble wrap thing, put the product in tape exactly where it was gonna go, the shipping label that was already like prepaid and incorporated in, and then I would mail it from my house. It was it was super easy and doable for like starting out. Mm-hmm. Um, might be something to consider especially if you're not trying to do it like mass production wise so are you
0: making each batch of your formulas are you making them different is that why you're like it's only here for a limited time or like are you trying to make the same formula consistently but
1: like Uh, right now since all the formulas are new I know that they're probably going to change okay yeah yeah so um like bind that's the herbal astringent that I have right now like the first formula, it didn't come out. I mean, it works. It definitely works, but it just doesn't smell the way that I want it to. Mm-hmm. And I really want people to consistently enjoy the smell, mm-hmm. to be like universally appreciated. And this one, the last one, the sage came out a little too strong for me. Mm. I'm like, mm, too sagey, a little hippie, a little, like little dirty too, hippie, little dirty hippie. <laughs> um, so, mix in the sage, and um, glad that I did that because. Once I screen print a bottle, like, you can't really take that stuff off. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's, you know, the packaging of the actual bottle and then the shipping process. Um, if we start mailing, you know, across states, I want or if I even start wholesaling the product, like, all those little details, um, that's a bunch of stuff that I need to figure out. Details yeah. matter. People remember that yeah. and the smell. I mean, that's one of your senses. It's
2: like, you know, when... It, the seasons change and the, the smells in the air it brings you right back to like a great yeah. memory that you had mm-hmm. so smell is something that's really important super important yeah
1: yeah so there's all these like little things that I care about because it's like a boutique experience I want it to be very special down to when you receive your product online um like it, that you ordered online so um there's just a bunch of like little things that I want to hash out yeah
0: Make it all a personal experience. It's not like mm-hmm. you're just buying some skincare from Amazon, you know? It's coming from Potion. Yeah. Yes. yeah.
2: So how can someone, um,
1: like, book an appointment with you? Or do they walk in? Do they do it online? It's going to be online just because I don't have a secretary or concierge that can sit up there and just yeah. file their nails and yeah. book people. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome into Potion. Here I am all day. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm usually, like, with a client, so... Um, Like, today is Bridget's day. She's in there rocking out some faces. So that's how I can be here today. Yeah, nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, online booking is great. You can text the business line. Texting's great. You can call us. Um, You can email some availability, and uh, we'll get you in. Nice. Um,
2: One question I do, I was wondering about. So... I'm always like, I think I had talked to you about this a long time ago when I would come and get facials from you, but, I mean, I still think about it when I get out of the shower, and I'm like, I wish I had some kind of routine. Like, can you go in for, like, a face consultation where, Mm like, hi, meet my face, (laughs) meet my skin. (laughs) This is my lifestyle. Can you give me, like, a regimen where, like, these are the products that I need daily. This is how I should use it. Like, print it out and, like, so I know. I can come home and be like, this is my daily routine, what I need for my skin. And probably, you know, you come back every while, every once in a while to check in, but that would just be something that, because at the end of our facials, I'm like, okay, tell me what I need. Just tell me the products, like, because I don't know. And you're like, you need mm-hmm. this and this and this. And I'm like, but I'm lost. Can you write? And I think I asked you multiple times, like, can you just text it to me? Can you send me the exact products that I can buy? Because, like, I just, it's so much, and I just don't know anything about skincare Mm -hmm. it's just not I've never been um informed about it
0: yeah I have no fucking clue wouldn't that be so great to just be
2: able to walk in and someone I'm it maybe it takes more than just a walk-in I I just don't know but is that something that you can do yeah so
1: I usually try to text people immediately because like writing it down one there's like way too much information for me to. There's way too much information for me to write down like everything mm-hmm. exactly how and why. So there's a lot of like verbal coaching because there's so many like little details sometimes. So like this is why I want you to use the product. This is how to use it. Don't do this, which is like common mistakes people make. Um, I try to include all of that, and maybe it's like too much information, but most people do. Tell me, like, okay, can you write everything down? Because <coughs> I do give a lot of information, um, and um, yeah, so I, I usually try to text it immediately. If not, I can actually write an email and um, get get to get to them back get back to them that way. Um, but yeah, the the post care, the consultation for people that have like no clue what they're doing, I try to make it as simple as possible and then we can, you know, with baby steps add in a serum, add yeah. in this. But usually like the simpler the better with skincare. But understanding why is important, I think, cuz then you can appreciate it more and then you're like more likely to do it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's just like supplementing but topically. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, just do it and that's it. Yeah. It's that easy. That's fucking awesome. You put the lotion on the skin. <laughs> she puts the lotion. On. Yeah. Some people or you wash your face. Very <laughs> oh my easy. Gosh. But then there's like this is how you, you're supposed to wash your face. Yeah. How men like to wash their faces they like put something on. Yeah. And then they just rinse it right off. Yeah. I guess a lot of a lot of people do that. Dude, I'm so
0: bad at it. Especially now, I'm fucking tired all the time. I'm yeah. like, when do I don't have time to go to the bathroom and no. like, I don't. my kids
2: screaming and it's like, I, and then I have to let this sit for 15 minutes. It's yeah. like, it's a, it's very overwhelming. So I feel like if I were, if you could like email a step by step and I could just oh, and I could just print it out like right on the mirror and mm-hmm. I'd be like every okay, it's been it's day three. I need the, like, sugar salt scrub to scrub the dead skin or something. Also, if somebody told
0: us to do it, you know, I'd be different. Like, now I'm just, like, I don't know. I guess I should probably fucking exfoliate, but I don't really want to. And like, how and what? Yeah. Yeah, if somebody told me, I was, like, this is what you need to do, I'd be, Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'll do it. So
2: if there was, like, one product or one thing that you recommend for, like, a busy mom on the go, exhausted at the end of the day, like, I know you brought that, like,
1: the makeup eraser? Yeah. Yeah, the makeup erasers are awesome. Um, those are good for people that put sunscreen on every day. Sometimes people don't even, like, wash their faces. They just put sunscreen on, which that's, that's great, but your pores might be a little gnarly. Um, but the makeup erasers, they just take off uh, surface debris, including waterproof makeup with just water. And They're super soft. They're not, they're not going to over-abrade your skin that overexfoliation really opens up the skin to like more irritation so you definitely don't want to overexfoliate in general rule for most people listening like do not exfoliate um more than twice a week it's that's crazy especially like and what physical, is exfoliate just removing so like dead skin or, or actually sometimes people just exfoliate and they're removing live cells too and then they start getting micro lacerations basically in their skin and then that's how you open it up to more bacteria more breakouts or just bad so what stuff. about those
0: uh indian clay masks is it <laughs> the ones oh, that bubble the aztec
1: shit? yes the aztec clay yeah oh those things yeah. are crazy it's so like they're not good painful um, if you put like yogurt in it or something or honey that it's not going to dry as much, but it literally sucks every little bit of water out of your skin mm. and then oil too, mm-hmm. it'll absorb that too. And that's why people use it to absorb excess oil. Oil's not bad for your skin. It's if it's excessive, excessively produced, that's when you can have like a greasy face and more bacteria that likes to like munch on that oil and other stuff and- that can be a problem, but you can have an oily face and not have any breakouts, but you can also have oily skin and lots of breakouts. And that person's yeah. most likely over exfoliating and over treating yeah. their skin. Mm.
0: Dude, when I got that nose job, I, um, when I got that nose, <laughs> do you think you would ever say that in life when I got that nose job earlier? No, I didn't. So I was bitten by a dog, which is what this scar was for. And mm-hmm. then like, so whenever he sutured it back together, it like, Pulled the tip of my nose down and so it just looked fucked up and it was really annoying so I mm-hmm. went and got a septorhinoplasty where he opened up this side cause I couldn't breathe as well and whatever. So mm-hmm. couldn't wash my face for like a week. And like, I felt so fucking gross, but my skin
1: looked so amazing. I was yeah. like, I should just not wash, not my face wash your face. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I've actually recommended that to some people. It's like, I need you to do like dry oil cleansing, which means you, you do not use any water on your face for a certain yeah, but amount I couldn't of time. Deal, like my skin was do so anything.
0: oily. It was so fucking annoying to me just cause I could feel the oil. And I was like, this is Gross. That's when you
1: dry oil cleanse. What is that? So you can use something like grapeseed oil and just put it on a super soft cloth because, you know, these oils have natural antiseptic properties. So you're still breaking down, removing stuff that shouldn't be living on your face. Mm-hmm. But you're not using water. Water. The pH of water is, you know, 7 if you're using really pure, clean water. Um That is higher than what our skin's natural pH is. Mm. So, if you expose it to water, you're breaking down some of the acid mantle. So, by not using oil or not using water and just oil, you're keeping your pH neutral, you're stabilizing it. So, having a stable acid mantle, keeping that microbiome intact, that's your um, immune system for your skin. If you're leaving that immune system intact, It works better. And so by whenever you're post-surgery, happens to a lot of people whenever they've had like any facial work done, Mm -hmm. um, their skin gets better because they're not doing anything to it. So all the products that we have are to maintain that acid mantle. It's really, really important. And it's like a thing that a lot of products that are like super foamy and extra scrubby, Mm -hmm. they're removing that acid mantle and you feel like you're reliant on it. Damn. So I've actually
0: had facials before. I think I've, I mean, I've been to spas and stuff, but Mm -hmm. I've never spoken to somebody who's as knowledgeable as you of like how to fucking care for your skin. Like they're like, okay, you're done. Hope you liked it. I gave you an arm massage and blah, blah, blah. I feel like like, that's
2: the difference between going somewhere like, and just getting a facial in a boutique where you're like, this is like being educated about your face is half of it because you can go in, but it's not going to fix. I mean, maybe like temporarily fix your issues, Mm -hmm. but. For a Long, day. Yeah. yeah.
1: Long term, you need to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like dry oil cleansing, that's just one method that can get your skin out of a like a deficiency or um, just get it back into like a normal state. And then you can start working on other issues because some people have multiple issues once they're in that place. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's just one technique of. Many, Damn. many, many, many. Well, good to know. Yeah, um, and then that's just like a technique. Then there's products. Like, what product should you be using? Like, what does my skin need? Dude, it's so overwhelming. It mm-hmm. is. It and so is. I try to like narrow it down. Like, okay, well, you know, for the summer, let's focus on this, mm-hmm. and then for winter, like, let's let's bring this out and stop using this. And you know, it's seasonal, and that's usually Great. what I recommend for facials. It's like try to come in at least once a season. If you're having more issues, then come in, like let's tweak things, um, clean your pores out. If you're that person that just travels a lot, eats pretty bad when you travel, or um, is like a consistent chronic problem where it's just like you just need the extra help. I have those clients that just need to come in a little more often just because they just pile on the makeup and Mm. yeah. They just can't. They can't stop. Mm-hmm. It's like a vicious cycle. It is I don't a vicious cycle. No yeah. time for that anyway. To yeah. put on makeup. Probably, in the it's morning. a vicious cycle. They
2: don't know how to oh. when to stop. You know. Mm-hmm.
1: People ask me all the time, like, "How do I go makeup free?" Like,
2: just don't just wear don't makeup. Just don't put <laughs> it on ever. Just and don't. then I know I'm to the <gasps> point where when I we go out or something and people are like, "Oh my God, I just look at you all dressed up." I'm like, what are you talking about? I just put on powder because I never, ever, yeah. ever, ever wear makeup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. That it's bizarre when people see us with makeup, they're like, wow, which actually, like, well, you look great. <laughs> <laughs> you look like shit every other time I've seen you. <laughs>
1: oh, those people.
2: Well, thanks for coming back on. Yeah,
0: dude, thank you so much. Thanks
1: for having me me back. I'm glad you wanted to to come back. I I mean, it is, and it's not.
0: I know. I mean, we're going to the pool after this, so y'all are. Yeah,
2: gonna soak up some sun, but I'm gonna wear a hat and protect my face because Val says (laughs) I have to. You don't have to,
1: Um, but yeah, as long as like you like you're a healthy person, but you should or you'll die. I know.
2: No, Just I always wear those big giant hats only because I have a baby. So I'm covering him half the
1: time. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That baby skin.
0: I know. So you don't have to, but sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. It's okay. What'd like you say? You're a fucking asshole. You interrupted me. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> we were talking about you should protect your skin because Val said you have to. and
1: Oh. As long as you die. have like some antioxidants in your life. You know, like your skin's just stronger. You just want to have strong skin if you're going to be on the sun. Like, yeah. don't go exfoliate yeah. oh. and then go out and bake in the sun. No. Yeah. And then just sit there. No. Yeah, just be smart
2: about it. Thanks for being our first guest and our. Like, fifth guest. Yeah. You're the only one who's been on twice and first. So you've been yeah, through this yeah, whole, yeah. like, crazy podcast <laughs> journey with us. <laughs> what do you
0: think? Have we gotten better or worse? <laughs> this is great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's way easier with
2: this not having so the great. technical difficulties. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's it. I know. It was tricky. And, that I mean, to think of how bad it was that first time. And then now, I mean, I can easily just take out that.
0: Yeah. You, know. you can? Yeah. I mean, oh, cool. you just, just slice take it.
2: that. Yeah. And it's very easy, especially, like, yeah, but and now but we
0: know how to handle the echo because last time we just took our headphones. Yeah, off, you remember so we that. We don't even know it was the happening. echo was so
2: bad at the end yeah. because it had it was really bad. And we were like, "Are we drunk? Or <laughs> is it, what do we do?" Yeah, one we earphone were drunk, off, but and and then we did it without the headphones yeah. and just talked directly into yeah. it. And mm-hmm.
1: then I started talking super slow because yeah. I'm like the hearing myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so we back, we back in business, baby. Mm-hmm. And we recorded
1: it. Look at that, Look at that beautiful recording. And recorded Holy it. Shit, it's almost three hours.
2: I know. So tell us where to um, to find you, where your location is, and all that good stuff.
1: PotionTX.com or at PotionTX underscore on the gram. And I'm off Cesar Chavez, twenty three, twenty four East Cesar Chavez. What's and across c- street? Um, Robert T Martinez, I okay. guess is. I guess we're closer. We're right in between Robert T. and Petter Yeah, you're
0: next to Blue Owl Brewing Company, right? Yeah, so they're on the
1: the corner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't
0: miss the Blue Owl Brewing Company. It's, like, so fucking white and blue, and there's an owl on it. It's a blue building.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm actually in a turquoise blue building. Like, it's... Okay. Nice. Yeah, very hard to miss. Yeah. Which I feel like
0: is great. I mean...
1: But people can't find us, because we don't have, like direct signage on the building so they're like where do I go and so read your emails people (laughs) so in the booking confirmation we put details of like Mm -hmm. where to park where we are once you're inside the building where to go and people like wander around like everything's inside. Yeah. Like Do you know how to read? So look for the building and know she's inside. I think there's I'm a couple... Inside the building. Yeah. The walk into the building. Where, we where else the... would you be
2: inside of?
1: <laughs> I don't know. People are like, I've been walking around. I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> Just
2: enter the building. That's yeah. where we are like inside, through. running our business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't know. If you don't know, just call her, text her because she's in the building. Unless I'm like working. But
1: what happens is I'm working on somebody and they're coming in and I'm like, no, I mean I was like literally have like stuff on my hands Mm -hmm. and I can't text you.
0: So just read the emails. You read your
1: emails.
2: Potion TX baby. Go get your face did. Because you you deserve it and you should put it first. Really. It's important. Treat yourself. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to today's episode of Those Bad Moms. If you like what we're putting down, follow along on our social media. You can find us on Instagram at those.bad.moms and on Facebook at thosebadmoms.